Today's podcast features an article from Discern Magazine. In today's episode, we're going to continue our series on the Olivet Prophecy. In this series, we're looking at surprising truths from the Olivet Prophecy. We're not covering everything. That would take us a long time to do that. But we're taking specific parts of the Olivet Prophecy and looking at how they challenge some of the common notions about Christianity and the Bible and Jesus Christ and end-time prophecy. If you want to review our first episode where we gave an introduction to the Olivet Prophecy, or sometimes called the Olivet Discourse, uh, go back and listen to episode 11 of the Discern podcast. But today here in this episode, we're going to focus in on the first series of prophecies, the first words actually that Jesus gave in response to the question that provoked the entire prophecy itself. If you remember from that previous episode, the entire Olivet Discourse was provoked by a specific question that the disciples asked Jesus. And that question was, what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? They understood that there would be some sort of second coming. And they were asking, well, how are we going to know when that comes? How are we going to know that time is close? So Jesus answers them, and his answer becomes known as the Olivet Prophecy. In fact, he doesn't give them one sign. He gives them many signs and many things to watch and pay attention to. But today we're going to focus on the first answer he gave them. And we'll find that here in Matthew 24, verses 4 through 5. We read, And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. Luke's account of this discourse adds this in Luke 21, verse 8, Therefore do not go after them. So Jesus was prophesying and warning that before his second coming, there would be an escalation of false religious teachers, of religious deception. But what's interesting when we look at the details of how he described that deception, it may not be exactly what we would think. He did not describe deception in the end times as being people deceiving because they are atheist or blatantly, openly anti-God or pagan or or representing some sort of religion that's blatantly anti-Christian. His warning was about religious leaders and ideas that appear very much Christian. He says they come in his name. That's Jesus's name. So they come in the name of Christ And they say that Jesus is the Christ. They proclaim him as the Messiah. But he said, they will deceive you. They don't really represent him. They don't really represent his teachings. So the biggest end time religious threat is not going to be in the name of Satan or Buddha or Muhammad or Brahma or any other God, lowercase g. Jesus Christ said it would be presented in the name of Jesus Christ himself. In other words, the most dangerous religion in the end time will be a form of Christianity. That may be shocking, but that's what he said. In fact, Christ gave many warnings about people misrepresenting him during his time and in the future. There will be a religion in the end time presenting itself under the banner of Jesus, but teaching things contrary to what he taught. And he said that this religion, these teachers will deceive many. Part of the reason we read in other prophecies in the Bible, part of the reason they will be so deceptive is because they will be given the power to perform supernatural miracles, but that power won't be from God. 
But is this just something that's going to happen in the couple years, maybe three years prior to Jesus Christ's return? Actually, this is something that has its roots going all the way back to biblical times and is actually a trend that exists today. Because in this prophecy, Jesus wasn't giving a specific event. He was prophesying about a trend. Now, when we look at prophecies in the Olivet Discourse, there are basically three types. There are trends, which are general societal characteristics that will exist in the end time, but also in the many years, thousands of years preceding it. But in the end time, those trends will intensify to extreme levels. It will be the worst time in all human history. So one example would be later he talks about pestilence in the end time. Pestilence exists today. Pestilence has existed for thousands of years, but in the end time before Jesus Christ's return, it will intensify to a level that it will never have existed at before. There's sometimes he talks about specific events. For instance, the abomination of desolation. He talks about that in Matthew 24, verse 15. That's not a trend. That's a specific event that will come. And then he also gives warnings to God's people. That's, that's a different kind of prophetic message that we find in the Olivet Discourse, spiritual warnings to God's people to help them be ready and prepared for Christ's coming. But when we look at Jesus's answer here about take heed that no one deceives you, this is a trend. This is something that existed at Jesus's time, existed in the history of the early New Testament church, something that has existed for the nearly 2,000 years after that time period, something that exists today, but will intensify to extreme proportions in the end time prior to Jesus Christ's return. False Christianity. For the remainder of this episode, I'd like to look a little deeper at what some of the other biblical writers, the New Testament writers, warn about this. Because we don't just see this being a warning of Jesus in the Olivet Discourse. We see his disciples, who later became apostles, writing to the church years later, years after Jesus died and was resurrected and ascended to heaven. We see the apostles warning about this same thing, not just that it would happen in the future, but because they saw it happening at their time. And they pleaded and warned with God's people to be aware of it and not to fall for the deceptions that were coming into the church of God at that time. Let's look at the warnings of those men who were contemporaries of Jesus Christ, who would go on to lead the church he founded, care for the church he founded, and in this case, warn the members of that church of these deceptions that were forming in that time. Let's first look at the Apostle Peter. He's one of the most famous of Christ's apostles. Of course, he started as a disciple. He has a very interesting history in the Gospels. It's really interesting to track his growth as a Christian and his maturity from the Gospels to the book of Acts, then to his epistles. We see a man who's very much a changed man, a maturing man, a converted man. But in his second epistle, which we call Second Peter, he writes this warning about what he calls false prophets. So let's read it here in Second Peter 2, verses 1 through 3. But there were also false prophets among the people, even as there will be false teachers among you. Remember, he's speaking to the church members who will secretly bring in destructive heresies, even denying the Lord who bought them and bring on themselves swift destruction. And many will follow their destructive ways because of whom the way of truth will be blasphemed. 
the way of truth will be blasphemed because they will be preaching against the truth. They will be preaching things that aren't the truth. Verse 3, by covetousness, that's a desire for what they shouldn't have. By covetousness, they will exploit you with deceptive words. For a long time, their judgment has been idle and their direct destruction does not slumber. So his warnings were very specific that false teachers will come in among the people of God, but will lead them far astray. Now let's move forward in that same epistle, and he gives an even more specific warning about deception that was occurring at his time. But it's really interesting what he says here people are being deceived about. 2 Peter 3, verses 15 through 16. He writes, verse 15, And consider the long-suffering of our Lord is salvation, as also our beloved brother Paul, according to the wisdom given to him, has written to you, as also in all his epistles, speaking in them of these things in which are some things hard to understand, which untaught and unstable people twist to their own destruction, as they do also the rest of the scriptures. So his specific warning here is that there are untaught and unstable people who are twisting the Apostle Paul's writings to say things or to imply things or to teach things that the Apostle Paul did not say, apply, or teach. They were twisting his writings to deceive people. And that should not be a surprise to us because many of the incorrect teachings we see in Christianity today, especially about the law of God, the Sabbath, and the holy days, those kind of things, a lot of those teachings are based on misinterpretations of specific verses in the writings of the Apostle Paul. So we should take this warning from Peter very seriously that when we see people teaching things that seem to contradict clear statements in the Bible by using the Apostle Paul's writings, we should have a red flag because the Apostle Paul's writings were scripture. In fact, Peter says that specifically. He calls the rest of the scripture the rest of the scriptures, meaning that the Apostle Paul's writings that he was referring to were part of the scripture. So he's saying people were taking those writings and twisting them to believe things and to say things that the Apostle Paul never intended. Now let's move our attention to the Apostle Paul. We just read a warning from Peter about people twisting Paul's writings, but we, when we look at Paul's writings, he warned about the very same thing, just a different aspect about it. Let's focus on one such warning in Galatians, Galatians 1 verses 6 through 9. In Galatians 1 verses 6 through 9, Paul writes, I marvel that you are turning away so soon from him who called you in the grace of Christ to a different gospel, which is not another, but there are some who trouble you and want to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel to you than what we have preached to you, let him be accursed. As we have said before, now I say again, if anyone preaches any other gospel to you than what you have received, let him be accursed. So Paul warns that one of the components of the religious deception that was existing in that time was a twisting, a perversion of the true gospel of Jesus Christ. People were preaching a different gospel, but Paul was very clear, no, there is only one gospel only one gospel of Jesus Christ. And what was that gospel? What was the gospel Jesus taught? You can go back to the gospel accounts and you can see that Jesus taught the gospel of the kingdom of God. Sometimes he just called it the gospel of the kingdom or the gospel of the kingdom of heaven. 
because that's where God's throne and God's power is at this point in time. But the message, the thrust of Jesus Christ's message was the kingdom of God. And when we look at churches of Christianity today, we see hardly any of the churches preaching about the kingdom of God. They preach a lot about Jesus's name. They preach a lot about grace, but they don't preach about the kingdom of God when that was the main thrust of Jesus's message. Paul saw people going off track and preaching different gospels that weren't that core message of the kingdom of God, and he was warning against that. So that's something we can be aware of as we look at Christianity today. We want to find the church that preaches the true gospel, the gospel of the kingdom of God. Now let's move on to John, the final apostle that we'll look at in this program. He has a lot of warnings about false Christianity emerging in his time. In 1 John chapter 2, verses 18 through 19, he warns about many antichrists. And he says that they went out from among us, they were part of the church of God, but they went out, but they were not of us. And these people left the church of God and started forming their own groups, their own followings. And he was warning people, they're not of us. They left us. They teach and preach different things. Many of his warnings centered on heretical beliefs that were arising at that time about the Father and Jesus Christ. You can see those warnings, just a couple of them, in 1 John 4, verses 1 through 3, 1 John 5, verse 10, and 2 John 1, verses 7 through 11. We don't have time to go through them in this program, but you can read them on your own. And it's interesting because in the years following the death of John, many false ideas about the nature of God and Jesus Christ came into popular Christianity, including the false doctrine of the Trinity, which said God is one God with three different personalities, which is not what the Bible teaches. But John was warning about these ideas all the way back when he was writing, saying people are going to teach different things about the Father and Christ. And what we see is that after the end of the first century, after the death of the Apostle John, the last of the apostles that knew Jesus Christ and that learned at his feet, we see Christianity drifting, and we see different sects and different forms of Christianity rising and eventually coalescing in the fourth century that practiced and believed things totally different from what Jesus taught and what we see in the Bible. And this is what Jesus warned us about. He warned us about false versions of Christianity, people who come in his name saying he is the Christ, but deceiving people by teaching different things. So it's really important as we face the end times today, and as we look at the religious scene around us, that we know what the Bible says, and that we're able to discern the difference between truth and error, and that we take Jesus's warning to heart. Take heed that no one deceive you. For the Discern Podcast, I'm Eric Jones. Thanks for listening. For more information from today's featured article, visit lifehopeandtruth.com.